0: Hey, welcome to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Now, we will still be loading some podcasts occasionally on here, but Jill just launched her brand new membership site, Recruiting 101, and you can join Recruiting 101, receive lots of exclusive materials like new interviews, unlimited access to the video library, a monthly live Zoom meeting with Jill, and instant access to some beautiful PDFs. So all of this to help you thrive in your recruiting journey, and all of this in just one place on the Recruiting 101 Members Only website. Go to jhicksconsulting.com, click on the R Services tab, and hit that Recruiting 101 membership on the dropdown. We look forward to seeing you there, and now enjoy this next podcast with Jill Hicks.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Um, I'm super excited. I know it's a big weekend this weekend and next weekend for all of you who are competing at Level 9, Easterns and Westerns, as well as DP Nationals. So... um, So today we're going to talk about a couple different things. One is what's the number one item that you can be doing uh, right now as you prepare to compete at DP nationals. And then I'm going to do a checklist that'll work for both level nines and tens after, um, a little bit before you head out, and then afterwards, things you should be doing if you're in the outreach phase, especially of the recruiting process. All right, so first I want to encourage all of those who did not qualify to either of these meets to not um, be disappointed. I see lots of you getting back in the gym, doing your upgrades, and working really hard Some of you have gone through surgeries, injuries, um, and it's just so impressive to see your physical therapy and anything that you really are doing to bring your comeback strong. And that is what college coaches need to see, want to see and are very excited when they see, you know, how you're handling um, adversity basically. So Even though it feels disappointing and discouraging to not be headed out to some of these competitions, if you're showing that you're moving forward by doing what you can do and not focusing on what you can't do, that is going to impress any coaches that might be following you. So keep it up. Keep posting, keep emailing, keep reaching out if that's the phase that you're in. Of course, this will depend on what you're capable of doing, but the most encouragement I can give you if you're in those kind of situations is to not stop the recruiting process, but to keep it moving forward. So kudos to many of you who are doing that. All right. Um, so now we're going to talk about uh, what's the number one thing you should be doing as we're heading into Uh, DP nationals. Um, It's not to try harder. It's not to throw bigger skills and it's not to email every single coach, every single college. The actual number one thing you can do is stop thinking about recruiting. So what do I mean by that? So tomorrow at least on the calendar today, it's Saturday. So tomorrow's Sunday. I encourage all my JH girls to get their email out to the college coaches that are on their list and let those college coaches know what day and time you're competing. I would put a headshot in that email so that they can see your face. I would put a headshot on Instagram. And the reason for this is, I've been a college coach and I've sat at those meets and it can be really hard to find the athlete, even when they have a number on their back. So if you have shown them your face, it's only natural that they would probably be able to find you faster when they're out there looking um, at all the different athletes on the floor. So I highly encourage that you send a headshot for that reason. But then after you get that email out, you want to stop thinking about recruiting. It doesn't help you to get stressed about it. You're going to see that there's college coaches at the meet. Um, You need to embrace that when you walk in the gym. And then you need to let it go because it it will only add bricks to your shoulders. So use that excitement, adrenaline, and the fact that, you know, eyes will be on you. Hopefully that's what you want, but use it to your strength. Use it to excite you and, you know, be positive. And when you start to feel like your heart rate's getting out of control and you can't think straight and you can't focus on your cues, then you just need to breathe. And breathing needs to be slow and it can you know, definitely calm down your nerves, which calms down your heart rate, which helps your body be able to listen to your mental cues. So your body will follow your brain. So you want to be sure that that's what you're focused on. And we want you to go to the meet and not be in denial, not be, you know, Thinking negative thoughts. So at practice, I recommend that you take kind of stock of the venue, look around, notice where the coaches are sitting, um, and then get in your zone. And once you get in your zone, it's discipline. You must discipline your mind to stay focused on why you are there and what your goals are. So it's really important before you even walk in the venue that you set your mind on a plan and have a plan. So break it down into smaller, um, tinier goals. So um, maybe your goal is to um, perform better on floor or to have better form on bars because you've been working on it in practice. Then make it your goal when you're at the meet and that you're just going to take it one event at a time And if you struggle, you're going to reset yourself quickly so that you can move on to the next event and start fresh. That can be extremely impactful to a college coach. But coming back to the topic today, what is the number one thing that you should be doing? Um, And that is not letting your mind focus on the recruiting because everything that you're going to do at your meet is now about you and your events and not about things you can't control that have to do with recruiting so get your emails done get um everything prepared and packed so that this week you can go into practice if you have a few weeks of practice and be freed up to enjoy the week work hard continue working hard And just shoulder that because that's enough to shoulder. We don't want you, um, worrying about things that really you have no control over. So that's the number one thing you should be doing, um, as you go into nationals, Westerns or Easterns, but since Westerns and Easterns are today, um, you probably won't be listening to this podcast in those regards. Also, we have a college recruiting checklist that we give to our JH girls who are headed into nationals, and I just thought I would go over some of them. So we want you to load videos from regionals and post to social media, number one. We want you to continue to load training footage between regionals and nationals. We also want you to send a recap of regionals in an email to all the schools of interest and attach your best videos or, you know, a couple to the college coaches you're reaching out to. Also, we want you to let the coaches know which session you are competing in at nationals. Also prior to nationals, post a headshot to your Instagram, kind of like what I just described earlier. Um, The next um, checkoff list is to create a one-page bio sheet that your coaches can pass out at Nationals. Um, we do have templates for those, so just be sure to include that headshot and just a few of your highlights, and mostly your name and what level you are and what club you're from should be on there. Also remember to take photos at Nationals and post it on Instagram. Also load your videos from nationals when, you can, when you're done and make sure you mention the event name that it is from nationals and talk about your routines, how they went. Uh, if you had a rough time, that's totally fine as well. If you came back strong, very important. So don't just post your very best post everything that you learned that is even more powerful. Send a recap of nationals along with videos to college coaches if you like. Um, Also, prep for college coaches who may possibly be coming to your gym this summer because they're going to start to come within a month probably if you are a 2025 And any of you 2024s out there who are still being recruited, you might be very impressive at nationals. College coaches may want to come to your club. So give your club coaches a list of all the schools you're interested in. So either they can talk to them at nationals or be prepared for them to potentially call your club coach or set up an appointment to come by your gym. Um, let the college coaches know if you will be attending their summer camp. That's really important, especially um, if you haven't been recruited and you're a 2024 and they like what they see at nationals and then they know you're coming to camp, they, they're they going to notice, wow, this one's really serious about our college. So those are the things that I want you to be doing and get them done by Sunday, so that next week you're not thinking about any of these to do lists. That's not going to be worth it. It's too much to shoulder. Um, And then the number one thing I'll repeat that you should be doing um, is stop thinking about college recruiting. All right. So go out there, have fun, focus on other people besides yourself in terms of um, helping at nationals, um, moving mats, and being a team player. Remember, the college coaches are watching your every move for some of you, (laughs) and they're going to notice if you have a good attitude, if you struggle at the meet, but you have great eye contact with your coaches, that you're listening, that you're making changes. So if you struggle on an event and then your coach gives you a correction and you get back up and you nail it, That's what these college coaches want to see. They're looking at all the little things, not just the big picture. Do you hit your routine or not? They're looking at how you treat your parents, how you treat your teammates, how you treat your coaches. Um, Are you having fun out there? Because they're looking for athletes who are passionate about the sport and just a lot of things beyond just your skills. So, um, be who you are, be mindful and focus on going out there and just doing what you do in practice. If you try to do more, or if you hold back and do less, you're going to get done with the meat and be disappointed. So give everything you've got, but don't feel like you have to do more than what you've been doing in practice and what you're capable of, because what you're what you've done All season is what's gotten you there. You don't have to um, like feel like you have to show, you know, more, or maybe you'll see an athlete who can do more than you. So you feel that pressure. Don't let any of that um, overrule your mind. Stay in your own bubble, in your own zone, and do your very best. All right. Thanks for joining me here. And remember at JH Consulting, we like to start at level nine or ninth grade, whichever comes first. I've had a lot of parents calling me this week, talking to me about just things um, that are going on um, that they would just like to talk about. We are resources for all kinds of consulting in regards to sports. So you can buy consulting time to um, just have those kind of conversations or Of course, our most popular item is our one-on-one personal advising. We do like to start at level nine or ninth grade because we do a lot of prep work to get them ready for the recruiting process. And we especially want them at the right summer camps. So take a look at jhicksconsulting.com, click on get started, look around the website. And if you want to, you can fill out a forms page and we'll give you a call right away to check in with you, answer your questions, and get you set up for the next steps.
0: Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you can find Jill's recruiting information all in one place at her new membership site. She also wants you to know her personal advisors are waiting to help your athlete have a plan and roadmap to the right college team. Thanks for listening today at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks.